Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, Progressive can protect your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, ATV, RV, and more. In short, a lot of things. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Guys, Steph, listen. Jay, Key, but Jay really is on me about this. You know that I tell the truth about Steph. You Not tell everyone your truth. wants to you hear tell it. your truth. I'm, 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 not, you're gonna, go ahead I'm just going to tell you the truth. But, I, but here's part of the truth. When I said about Jimmy Butler, we're trying to hit a moving target. Same applies all to all is- players during their career. Steph, earlier in his career, I noticed in the finals, was not as good as he was at other points. But against Toronto, a series they lost because they had no chance because everyone got hurt, Steph became a very clutch player. He hit Big shots consistently in that series. What I see, there was a game at Golden State that it looked like Kawhi was taking over and Steph just started hitting threes and hitting ridiculous shots. Golden State won, right? So sometimes it takes guys a little longer to perform in the finals. They have to get their feet wet, get used to it. Steph was... Big last night. He was the best player on the floor last night. He's averaging something like 26 points or something. What is, what's his average? I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to let you off the hook, Max. You say that you would take Jimmy Butler over Stephen Curry. Uh, that's, yeah, you at said, this you point, yes. No, Jimmy Butler's it. having a better postseason that's than fine. Steph I'm Curry not doing so far. It. That's fine. But yeah, he really, is. He, he is having a better he, postseason. But he has to because of the that's situation. Steph is not in that situation. Steph got four other dudes. Could Steph do it, though? Steph could 100% do it. Yes. On the 100%. offensive end. 100%. Yes. Yeah. He's, not, he's never going to be a, a, a defensive player of the year. It's just not – that's not his deal. That's not why he's there. He's not there for his defense. But that's my point about – He you. didn't re, uh, uh, revolutionize the defensive side of the ball like he did the three-point sure. shooting. That's my point about Jimmy Butler, though. As it, and it's not just about Steph, it, as it applies to Doncic also. These guys are amazing on yeah, offense. I think Luka but if worse than Steph, Luka, he, yeah, Luka, on defense, no, yeah, oh, yeah, no question. Steph yeah. at least attempts to play defense. Yeah. But it, Butler's offense is now matching theirs more or less. Mm-hmm. And it so, is. so once he does that, defensively, it's not close. How much more is there? There's offense and defense. Yeah, I still ain't. Taking yeah, Jimmy but see, I, I think we are conflating a great playoff run with the overall body of work. Right, so yes, I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, Tyler Hero was balling when he was in the bubble. He was balling. Nobody walked in like Tyler Hero was top ten, but he was putting up t- top ten like numbers during the playoffs. Like, but he was what if up he big did, time numbers? What if he didn't have a great regular season, but the following playoffs he was even better in the playoffs, and then the following playoffs even see, better I, than that because that's what Butler did. Then he would be playoff Tyler Hero. Right, and this is playoff Jimmy Butler. And that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm still not taking. He won six man of the year, Max. I'm still not taking he won, uh, him over Steph. But wait, he not. won six man of the year. He has followed that up. So that, that's what I'm saying to you, though. 
in, but he in just the, won six man of the year. I, I get it, but in the playoffs that year, in the bubble, it looked Tyler Hero was playing like given his age and everything. Oh my God, superstar level. Tyler Hero is going to get a a massive deal, mm-hmm. close to a max deal. You know what? He's Tyler, Tyler, no, Tyler Hero can be a starter. For somebody. For a, no, a, a really, lot of teams, not somebody. Really, he's a really good for player. For probably 27, 28 teams. I, I understand that, but in the bubble, in Maybe the playoffs, he looked like a star. He and is had a he, star. And he's six he in the, man of the year. Six man of the year is not the same as Max, Max, as six you know, man NBA Max, MVP Gabe, level player. Gabe, I agree with you, but Gabe, Vincent, and Max Struess are coming up are undrafted players who are starting. You're sure. telling me you don't think Tyler Hero should be a starter on this team? It's about rotations, and it's about how to utilize him the right way. That dude is a starter by any means. I'm, on not, every argue, NBA I'm team. not arguing he's not starter I'm just saying, quality. But you're saying that he didn't follow it up, and you're using that as your argument. And I'm saying he did follow that up. He got six man of the I year. Think, I think what Max is saying, exactly on a, what saying I think Max is saying one year one in a bubble, year two out of the bubble, year three out of the bubble. I think that's what Max is saying. Yeah, in the playoffs. I, I think that's what you're no, saying. No, I'm I just saying in the, in the playoffs – Jimmy Butler was playing at a certain level. Every year in the playoffs, that level seems to rise until this year where it's like, oh, my God, Stu might be the best player in the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. So Tyler Hero, if he was in the bubble, oh, my God, in the playoffs, he's an all-star. If the next year in the playoffs, oh, my God, he might be the, you know, he's even better. By the third or fourth year, he's, he could be the best p- player in the playoffs. So for you, like, you don't need to see it sustain. It's just about when it matters the most, um, right? Um, like in the playoffs, because we're seeing that for the first time from Jimmy you need at to this see level. This is a very, this is the next level for him, even than what it was in the bubble. You next need level. to see it sustained. I agree. For how I'm long? Saying, I'm saying the trajectory. For how long? If it's trending in that direction, and now it's hitting this level. Well, what about Steph Curry, though? Because we all started off on this conversation about the Warriors and Steph Curry. We've seen him sustain playoff greatness when he's in the playoffs. You don't think so because he hadn't won an MVP. I think so regardless of the MVP. They wouldn't be in a situation they're in now without him, and he doesn't have to do everything. If I get 25 points a night out of Steph in the playoffs, is that good, Jay? That's great. That's great, not good. That's great. Let me be very clear. I think Steph is great in the playoffs. I think Steph is always great. What I do is I'm looking at where are you normally – and where are you the deeper in the playoffs you get? Are you as good as you are normally? Do you get better or worse? And Steph, to me, if you watch his career so far in the finals, has been a lesser version of his best. Okay, so he's been in the finals. With Butler's Kevin, getting to be a better version of himself. But in he also situations. was in the finals with Kevin Durant. It's like being in the finals with Michael Jordan along with LeBron James and Kevin Durant all on so one guys, team. It's hard. I, can, can, I, can I just say this? Like, let's go through it. Mm-hmm. So – this guy has not had one season. I'm um, looking at the season averages here. Uh, it's just, yeah, regular. But not one season over 25 points a game. Who? One. Jimmy? One. One season. Jimmy Butler? 25, yes. Yeah. 25 points a game. So, like, and he's been to the playoffs like, almost every other year since 2011. So, like, it's not like the, the work has been there, Max, the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. No, Jimmy Butler, as I said. I, it's I a, don't understand. He, 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 the, the whole question about Jimmy Butler is, and it's been this way for a couple years, can he be the best player on a championship team? Eh, I don't know, not really. And this year it looks like, yeah, I think he can. Yes. By the way, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You can weigh in on this stuff too. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. You want want to take a call? Yeah, I want to hear him get on you. Anthony in Daytona Beach. 
Florida. Uh-oh. Yes. Good, uh, good morning, fellas. It's always good to join the radio station. Um, so I don't think you guys give Jimmy his credit, okay, because if Steph was so good, why would Golden State need Kevin Durant? If he's so talented, he's so good, who, why who bring he? Kevin? Ste- he's saying he? if Steph is so good, why did Golden State need KD? Golden State didn't need KD. KD needed Golden State. I think they both needed each other. Uh, I mean, LeBron, Le- yeah. they won 73 games, and LeBron was so much better than I, them I dudes. can go into all of that about this, that, and the other, but we also can say he won a championship without KD. If they don't, Draymond's situation doesn't happen, he doesn't get hurt, they probably win too. So I, I, I could do that. Let me to flip it around. It out, Let me flip it around and make your point. Look how young he looks, though. <laughs> Let me flip it around, Jay. I'll make your point and key your point. Okay? There's a reason KD. Any team will take KD that of ever course. existed. There's a reason KD wanted to play in Golden State, and that starts with Steph. Steph creates that whole thing. So people who say, "Look, it's a five-on-five game," and that's the best argument for Steph to me is, "Look what he does for your team." Right? Like, he creates a situation anyone would want to play in. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard to compare, like, compare, like, any, like, guys to stuff when this dude is a, I mean, he's a unanimous MVP, man. The dude's been to the championship so many times. Can you times. please explain to me what that means? Unanimous, which means Is it 50 people voting key? All 50 people put more name him. on that joint. That's yeah, that was that that's that ever happened. No, I I know that. I just NBA But history. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, and Jay. This guy has three world championships. Jay, let me ask you this about the unanimous MVP. If the vote were to take place after the playoffs, would it have been unanimous MVP for uh, Steph? But I'm but not. I'm not, I'm not moving. I'm not moving the goalposts. That's my so point, Key. That's still, my point. It's still, it's, not, it's still not happening after the playoffs. That's my point. We're still here. That's you my gotta, point. You gotta do it in the regular season to get to the playoffs and get the right seating. But you doesn't that ball suggest? Like that. But doesn't that suggest when push came to shove, he wasn't as good in the playoffs as he was in the regular no, season? No, because he still. What was his average in the playoffs? What's his? I don't average? have it off the top of my head. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm so. Flustered right now. I, I can't it. even think Here, right. Let me go back to my needle in the forehead Coming with the wrinkles. Up. I'm not wrinkling. How good has Jimmy Butler really been this postseason? We'll talk about that next. Jay's going to tell you all about it. But first, he has this from Masterworks. Anytime Max gets under your skin, let me know. Yeah, you're saying I need Botox. That's weird. Hot news story talking about one of the best business minds in sports. Regardless of how you feel about how he runs things in Dallas, you can't deny the dude is a baller. That three Super Bowl run was legendary, and he turned his parents' small grocery store into an empire worth billions. So when he puts millions into a new market valued at $1.7 trillion, it's worth paying attention to. Here's the best part. Now ordinary people like you and I can enter the same market without needing to own a franchise. Check it out. It's called Masterworks. What they're doing is revolutionary, which is why they've already gotten 400,000 members on their platform and certified unicorn status. Our listeners get priority access to skip their wait list. How nice is that? Just go to masterworks.io and use promo code KJM. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash CD. That's masterworks.io, promo code KJM. Masterworks.io, promo code KJM. There is no guarantee of profits and investing includes risk of loss.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and we're do- joined by Dr. Dre, Dr. Andre Snellings, ESPN senior NBA writer. What's going on, Dre? I'm doing good. Y'all got me coming into whoa. <laughs> oh, that, that's hey, the whole energy of our show right yeah. now, though, man. Hey, Dr. Like, Dre, as, as Max said, let me ask you this question. Because I've been playing referee between my two classmates here. Right now in the day, would you take, right now, would you take Jimmy Butler or Steph Curry? In these playoffs. In these playoffs. Well, <laughs> so the way y'all frame that question, mm-hmm. I'm taking Steph Curry because he's a better player. Jimmy Butler's been a monster. He's been a monster in this postseason. And I love watching what he's doing. But He's there's there's you have to look at the whole body of work and you have to look at everything that comes into this. So not only would I take Steph Curry, I've been listening to y'all conversation. It's wild to me. I haven't heard Nikola Jokic's name mentioned. You know, we talk about these top five players and I think that Butler is an amazing player. I think you can make the argument that with as hot as he is in these postseason, maybe he's top 10, but there are about six to seven players that I don't really think there's much debate, even as well as he's playing right now, that I would take him over. Andre, thank you. Thank you so much. I have for, a question about that, for, actually. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what up, Max? Dre, this is, what, this is what my life is. Go ahead, Max. <laughs> my question is, when you take Steph over Jimmy Butler and you point to the resume, is that because if we're just talking about these playoffs – that whether or not these performances are repeatable is best seen in the resume. 
so that you would anticipate going forward Steph would play better than Jimmy Butler? Or are you saying so far Steph has played better than Jimmy Butler? So there's elements of the repeatability. There's also elements of over a longer period of time, you can really tease out someone's impact. Like, yes, the playoffs are really important, but this has been a 10-game sample, not exactly against the highest level of competition. Mm. I mean, to be honest for Butler, right? Like, they won in the first round against an overmatched team. Then they played the 76ers with Joel Embiid with, what did you say, the cracked orbital face or whatever? Like, like neither one of those teams is exactly at the top of the, of the NBA as far as impact uh, goes. Butler didn't, he, he did his thing, but, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that he's even really played better than Jason Tatum has in these playoffs. So, you know, what Steph Curry does, even if his shot's not always high, he expands the pie. So when you look at impact, I look at who makes the pie bigger versus who just takes a slice of the production pie. And because Steph stretches the floor like no one we've ever seen before, his presence on the court always makes his team exponentially better on offense. Jimmy Butler's on fire right now, but he doesn't have that same impact on offense uh, or two ways, depending on who we're comparing to versus some of the players we've we've been talking about. Andre Snellings, ESPN senior NBA writer, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Dre, I want to ask you about the Warriors game last night and a big win for them at home. But I'm curious, and I know that defense is a huge part of the game, and and, Wiggins did a great job defensively. But do you think it was more Wiggins' job defensively in the schemes that Steve Kerr threw at Luka? Or do you think Luka literally just had an off night? I think to some extent Luka had an off night, but really the entire Mavs offense had an off night. Like there there was a possession in the first quarter where the Mavs, they kept getting offensive rebounds, and I think they had three straight wide-open three-pointers, and they just were missing them. Their their entire team was off last night. They were all essentially being self-checked. And so I look at that, and I can't give the Warriors defense credit for all of those missed shots. You know, and Luka had 18 points at the half, so it's not like he wasn't, you know, having a big impact on the game. It's just, it became a blowout in the third quarter, and then he ended up sitting the whole fourth. So, yes, Luka had a, uh, a bad game. We've seen him play better. But I don't think that it was the Warriors' defense necessarily shutting him down. I think the Warriors as a team uh, really outplayed the Mavericks as a team, and Luka wasn't able to bridge the gap the way maybe sometimes he can. Dre, I know you got to take the bad with the good. And, I mean, look, the, the, the good is not just good. It's excellent. It's next level above excellent for Luka offensively. But, man, what did you see from him defensively last night? Because I was telling the guys, there were so many times where I saw him turn the ball over, Dre. My man did not even get back in the screen. Even the way he he melted on some <laughs> pick and rolls. It's like if, if, I'm, if I'm the Warriors, I'm going at that every time. That is easy lunch. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, get Shaq barbecue chicken alert. All day. But, so here's the thing. Um, Luca's defense is not where you would want it to be. Like, there's no way around that. But his offensive impact is typically so large that it outweighs, especially because he plays point guard. Max has heard me talk about this before. Um, on offense, your, your point guard is where you get your big impact. 
on defense, it's your big men. And so Luka not being the greatest defender is normally dramatically counteracted by what he does on offense. Now, he still needs to get back on defense, especially on a game-to-game level. If he's not showing any effort at all, then eventually it comes back to pay. And you get what we got last night where a competitive game turned into a blowout. But on the whole, what Luka has given in these playoffs, and remember, we saw this last round. We saw Chris Paul in that first, uh, that second game, he was just targeting Luka, and it was just, you know, it was all sweet. But then the Mavs defense as a team figured it out, and Luka played well enough that they were able to, you know, uh, essentially take the heart of their opponents. So I'm not going to worry about one game for the defense out of Luka, but, yeah, he definitely needs to be better at that end of the court. Snell, the Boston Celtics take on the Miami Heat in Miami tonight, right on ESPN. How big of an impact, if, in fact, Marcus Smart is to play, he will have on the Celtics in game two? Yeah, Marcus Smart is their energy leader. You know, like a a lot of the leadership qualities that Draymond Green brings to the Warriors, Marcus Smart brings a lot of those same things to the Celtics. So, yes, his presence on the court will be very important. Um, he, He gives them another body to throw at Jimmy Butler. Those are all important things. He's not the, you know, this is Jason Tatum's team, do or die. But but Marcus Smart being there is important. And it'll be important whenever Al Horford can come because he's another one that comes and he just gives them an element, give them a step up that they just didn't have without him. But either way, when you look at it, typically a team coming off of a long series does not necessarily do well in game one of the first series. So the Heat were supposed to beat the Celtics in that game. So getting Marcus Smart back, and now the teams are coming off equal rest, this feels like a game that the Celtics have a very good chance to steal in Miami. And if they do, then they still got the job done, and and the Heat are in a little bit of trouble. There's no doubt about that, Drake, because I think Marcus Smart allows Jason Tatum to play off the ball. He initiates the offense and – Vice versa, on the defensive end, he guards Jimmy Butler. But I am curious because Key and I were talking about some of the nuances that we sometimes see when you're in games. You know, when these scouting reports, when they label what these injuries are, I mean, I'm going to try to drive Marcus Smart uh, to his left side every time. I want to see how you push off that right foot. Like, I want to see how you handle if you grimace, what your facial expressions are, if your lateral ability is as quick as it used to be before. So you can be damn sure that he is going to be tested once he steps his foot on that floor by Eric Spostra and the scheming of the Miami Heat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a given. But one thing about Smart, I'll say he's one of the toughest players in the NBA. Mm. He almost, and, you know, Key, you can speak to this. To me, he plays basketball like a football player. He seems to have that type of mentality. So I would imagine that he knows good and well that they're going to be, be pushing him, challenging him, uh, trying to make him go the direction he doesn't want to go. And I would imagine that he welcomes that. And I would expect him to have extremely active hands tonight. He's always a handsy defender. He, he's swiping down and getting, you know, I saw Key swipe down move that, that he was showing. But, but, but Marcus plays like that already. And I would imagine he'll probably be more physical up top mm-hmm. to try to counteract maybe some of his uh, – lateral mobility not being all the way where it needs to be. Are you trying to say that football players are very good 
basketball players and they're overly aggressive. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, o- overly aggressive sometimes works. <laughs> yeah. You know, overly aggressive just got Marcus Smart the Defensive Player of the Year award. Football players just mad that they're not in the NBA. It's got to get their aggression out on the football field. Dr. Andre Snellings, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN senior NBA writer. Always good to talk to you, Dre. Hey, thanks for having me. All right, Dre. The NBA playoffs, guys, are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight for Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals as the Heat host the Celtics, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. All right. For the rest of these playoffs, you want Jimmy Butler, or Steph Curry. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. For the rest of these playoffs. Why are you looking at me like that? Would you rather have J- I think Jay and Key are falling in love. Would you rather have Jimmy Butler or Steph Curry? You see the way he was looking at me? I'm like, I give felt, the, I give felt soft something. Eyes. You know what I'm give saying? Give me those soft eyes. I was like... You know, the soft eyes I come perifed. out. You perifed it. <laughs> you perifed it. Yes, I kind of felt. I'm like, you've been in love before. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, Jeff. You know what I'm talking about, Key? When, when he started, when Tevin started saying he gives us soft eyes, yeah. Yeah, they get real small, <laughs> you know. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Guys, Patrick in L.A. loves my, my Steph Curry take. Don't you, Patrick? <laughs> Yes, I do. Max, how's it going, guys? Love the show. What's going on? What's up, man? What do you got, Patrick? Yeah, yeah, I'm just up late after a long day listening to you guys. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Max, come on, man. (laughs) What are you talking about? Steph's the best player in the league. Him and Giannis. That's the only player I think you could tell me that is better than Steph. That's it. Not LeBron. LeBron LeBron's washed already. He's washed? LeBron's washed? LeBron James is on a quick decline. Quick decline. Let's see what happens to him next season if he doesn't get traded. Who, who do you root for? Come on. What's your team? Who am I rooting for? Who's Warriors. Your I'm Who's a your big, team? big Steph Curry fan. Okay. Are you, are you a Lakers fan at all? I used to be with Kobe and all, but yeah. uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of how the Lakers kind of switched their tone after the whole – you know, LeBron is a great player and all, but I, I feel like they catered. You know, we don't you, you guys, I think, touch on that. You, you rep your squad. You rep your player. That is totally fine. Max Kellerman is on a mission to marginalize the greatness of Stephen Curry. That's what he tries to do every day. And some people like us, we can't let that happen. I'm not trying to marginalize. Yes, you are. I, I'd say he's a top 15 player who ever lived. You're trying to say he's top 10. Well, I, I, no, 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 no. Don't tell say. people what I'm trying to no, say. No, here's what I, I would say, though. He has a chance what, to be top 10. I was about to say, just what you say at 15 right now, teetering around. In, when you get to 15, he can be 12, he can be 13, right. 14. By the time it's all said and top done, 10. you're going to be a top 10 player. Okay. That's, what, that's I, what I've been saying, I Max. think there's a chance. But for me, in order for that to happen, you know what I'm going to say. Win a Finals MVP. Does it wouldn't matter if he get, if he gets a four championship and he keeps winning. Won't matter if he gets Finals MVP or not. Sorry has, to break it to you. Everybody Sorry to your... break it to you. He's revolutionized yeah, the game. Has... There's so many other things that he's done that is really it's broken past the point of just a Finals MVP. And well, by the way, why not give year, it to him now? Because they need to get to the Finals. So by the way, he's been I, there. He, he's won three Finals. He was the other than the second greatest player maybe to ever live. He was the best player on that team. Do average 27 points. Like in that series, what are you talking no, hold, about? Hold, hold, wait, wait. 
in 2016, Draymond Green was going to get MVP if they would have won. Let's just be honest. I was at Game 7. Draymond Green was about to get Finals MVP, but LeBron took it from him. He didn't take it from Steph. Still still trying to marginalize it. So let me ask you this, though, Max, real quick off the top of your head. Everybody in your top ten has final MVPs? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, MJ, LeBron, Kareem, Bill Russell, Wilt, Shaq. Kobe, Bird, Magic, Duncan, okay, Finals MVPs, up and down. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm asking. Although now that I just said that, it sounds like Duncan might be getting replaced by Steph. If Steph gets a Finals MVP, that's the guy who might get bounced. I mean, some people might think that Will Chamberlain doesn't belong in the how, top team. Yeah. How many of those players have revolutionized the game of basketball? I, I hear you. I'm I, saying I that, that's a big factor to maybe put like into it. Maybe three of them, maybe yeah. four. MJ? Shaq. And MJ, Shaq, Kareem. They Kareem. Kareem. Yeah, like Kareem. Yeah. Kareem. Kareem. Hunter. Kareem. You know you can't start yeah, the conversation agreed. without the cap. Magic. Yeah, the cap. Magic, big guard, Magic. the yep. whole deal. That's pretty much it. Okay. Everybody else is kind yeah. of the same. Kind of doing, doing it at a very high level. Dennis in Delaware. You're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Hey, Max. Thanks for taking my call. I like Jimmy Butler to uh, win the finals MVP. You know, in Las Vegas, he's already jumped over Tatum and Luka. Uh, to second place. I mean, he went from plus 600 to now plus 350. I mean, Steph is still in the lead. But I see Jimmy Butler just playing with a chip on his shoulder. Steph, to me, you know, it's the effort level. I mean, I give I give Kerr a lot of credit. I mean, they, I think it's going to be a short series if they play the way they did last night with Dallas. I mean, they were awesome. But Jimmy Butler, I could see him going into this, like, a seven-game series here with uh, Boston and really carrying Miami to a victory. Um, I see him as a finals MVP. I really do. I think he's I think he's really peaking. That's my first point, Max. But please, by the end of this weekend, will you please say Tiger Woods is an elite athlete? I mean, he's playing in the PGA with basically we'll a that. disability this weekend. Mm-hmm. He's going to, my opinion, he's going to finish in the top 10 this weekend. And by Monday, did. Max, will you Please, please say that he's an elite he, maybe athlete. Maybe he is an elite, elite athlete. athlete. Maybe I just don't know from him playing golf, but I hear what you're saying. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Listen, um, Jay, the fact that – look, I want to give you an analogy, okay, from another sport. Peyton Manning is one of the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. But throughout the first half of his career especially, key it seemed to me, and in fact the record will show it, his play in the playoffs was significantly under his play in the regular season. Yeah. The more important the games got, the worse Peyton Manning played. Now, given his abel- uh, level of ability, but I, but I repetition. I'm going to stop you in yeah. your tracks. Yeah. He was running up against Tom, damn Brady, and Bill Belichick every year. But there's always that monster in the way. It takes know? a minute to get over no, the there, hump. There's yeah, always yeah. Every, year, but, but, every but, year I was in the playoffs in Tampa, we ran up against Philly. Wait, yeah, yeah. wait, wait, what did you say, Max? There's always the monster in the yeah. way. No, there isn't the, always the monster, the greatest quarterback to ever live, and the greatest coach of all time in the way for certain in, people. I'll tell you why there is, because in that era, there's always that monster in that era. Like, you run up against Joe Montana and, and Bill Walsh or Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. You run up against LeBron James. Well, what could you do? LeBron James was there. Well, what could Barkley do? Michael Jordan was there. There's always the monster. Those what I'm saying is be person. the monster. Eventually, be the monster. They, eventually, they beat New England. Yeah, and they went on to the Super Bowl. So, so the reason I bring that up is if eventually Steph wins a championship, everyone has their own opinions about this. In 15, Kevin Love and Kyrie went down. It still went six games. In 16, they lost. Then KD joined. They won twice. 
That's it. They haven't won other than 15 in those two with KD. So LeBron's teammates get hurt, and KD joins the team. Otherwise, they haven't won. I want to see them win one. Let's be fair, I want to see Miami win one. Let's be fair, though, Max. The second time, Draymond gets kicked out for the kick or whatever he did. Smart of LeBron. And then then LeBron, I mean, then uh, uh, Steph twists his ankle. Ankle. Yeah. Like, let's be fair oh, when we're trying to but, say, but, oh, they won and they ain't winning. And KD, let's the, be the, fair. The, 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 the Draymond thing, that was LeBron being smart. LeBron knew it doesn't matter. I don't but care you, how it happened. You try to contextualize one no, part no, no, of the but you don't no, contextualize the rest of it. No, no, it is contextualized. An injury is an injury just where you, you can't tell play. Me it's contextualized. It doesn't mean it's contextualized. But, Max, you just went on this rant about all the things that went yeah. for them to not be considered that way, but you didn't provide the other aspect of it. If I would have said, Kyrie got baited into fouling out, uh, into, into getting a one-game suspension. That's one thing. That's different than he's just not available because he got hurt. Steph did have a bad ankle, but he was available. He was oh, playing. Oh, stop. Man, the dude was hurt. We're having the same conversation about Marcus Smart. If he comes back, he's not going to be the same player. Okay, I agree. He was diminished. So it's the same thing with Steph. He was diminished. What did Steph right. do to you? I mean... Honestly, I told this to Jay the other day. I was expecting Golden State to win that series. I was expecting well, Steph to ball out. Of course they, they were didn't. supposed to win. No, no, going into the series, I mean. Ray in L.A. You're on, Ray, with Keyshawn J. How are you guys doing this morning? What up, Ray? Good. Hey, good look now. Hey, listen. First of all, as a cat who's from New Orleans, lives in L.A., both of those places, we always had a saying, if if was a fifth, you we'd all be drunk. Here's work. the thing. Stop with all the ifs. Steph is just a better ball player than Jimmy Butler. No ifs, no ands, no buts. Okay? So let's take all the ifs out of it. Thank you. Steph will take. And, and because he doesn't win an MVP, that just means he was distributing the, uh, the rock a little bit more. He, he, he stepped back and played his role because sometimes a man has to know how to step back and play his role and distribute the ball and make other people a part of the team. Kevin Durant has never won a title without Steph. Why nobody says anything about that? But Steph won one without him. I think that's a strong argument. Steph creates the right environment and creates space with his distance shooting and all that and, and is a willing distributor. And that's by the way, argument. Ray, in the Western Conference Finals for his career, Steph is averaging basically 30 points per game. In the NBA Finals for his career, Steph is averaging 26.5 points per game. Let's stop with this conversation that this dude is not one of the best we've ever seen to do it. And I, I just can't take, you know, Max, I love you. You're like a brother to me. But you, you're going to die on this hill. You're going to die on this one, man. I'm, like, I'm, it makes that's no sense. not a good brother. <laughs> well, a good brother's telling his other brother the truth. I'm telling him the truth. I 26. Was, 26.5 I, points per game. Is that, better, is that higher or lower than those season averages he had? It's lower. Oh, God, it's Max, give me the commercial break. It's higher. Coming it's higher. up next. It's higher. Than the season averages of those seasons? Well, you give me the commercial break, please. Coming up next, just wait until you hear what Nick Saban had to say about one of his SEC rivals. Did he say he'll die on that hill? That's the question. (laughs) You'll get that next. First key has this from NetSuite. In growing companies, there are two kinds of CFOs, the one overwhelmed with manual processes, errors, and lack of control of the numbers, and the one who uses NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. 
with visibility, control of financials, inventory, HR planning, and budgeting. NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. The CFOs that get it, Jay, you know what that is. They get it. And the ones that don't like Maxwell, they never will. They just don't. Head to NetSuites.com slash KJM for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. NetSuites.com slash KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Guys, uh, Nick Saban had something interesting to say. Key, I'm very curious about what you have to say about this. Here is the greatest college football coach ever. Um, I mean, we were- well, go ahead. Play, play it, Yates. I mean, we were second in recruiting last year. A&M was first. A&M bought every player on their team, made a deal for name, image, and likeness. All right, we didn't buy one player. <laughs> Right, but I don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it. What do you think, Key? I'm trying to process what he said. A&M bought every single player that they recruited this past class. They didn't buy any but finished number two. Now, am I really supposed to believe that, Nick? Come on, man. This is me you're talking to. You ain't talking to... SEC country, you're talking to me, and I'm not ever going to believe that Alabama sat back and didn't contribute 
out of their cash drawer in the NIL situation, okay? I, I'm never going to say that. Now, here's the deal. It's just legalized now to do it a certain way. That's why the NC2A has run to Congress and trying to figure all of it out to get some help on trying to, you know, bring it, bring it to a point where they can even get involved in it now because it's getting out of control. Alabama, right now, as it's legal, Jay, they've got to step up with the cash drawer. That's all mm-hmm. it is. Because when you look at the top programs around the country, as far as money goes, you got Alabama, USC, Texas, Texas A&M, Ohio State. They're going to, to participate in the NILs, period. And then there's other teams as well, the Oklahomas and some of those teams, other SEC schools. Nick Saban has got to go to his boosters or whoever and try and figure out how to go from spending $2 million to spending $10 million if it's going to get the job done. Say, Don't cry wolf when you, this is the game. It was the game when it was illegal, right, Jay? And right. it's the game now when it's legal, period. So what is even but, but the big Max, deal I, about I want to add something to what he just said. Yeah. You know the SEC increased their revenue from football 105 million in 2001, 2022 by 105 million. That in that year it generated close to 800 million dollars. So which I mean at least each school getting distributed close to 58 and 59 million dollars like per school. Like I, so just to add to what Key is saying like this is the way business has always been done. Always been done. Just keep playing that game. And whatever the case is from the NIL situations, there's a lot of people that are associated with certain universities that will sign kids based on the information that they're getting from the universities to NIL deals to entice that family and that kid to take a look and sign with that school. Alabama's got to step up. They've got to go to the local car dealer. They've got to go to the local advertising agency who went to the university. There's somebody at Alabama that got a, almost cursed, a hell of a load of money. It doesn't even need to be local. It could be national. It doesn't need to be yeah. local. It could be national. Because Alabama's a national brand. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Alabama football could be an yeah. international brand. Or yeah. let's put it this way, it's certainly a southern brand yes. for sure. Yeah, they can go get somebody, as you know, Jay, that owns the Alabama, Tuscaloosa, Mercedes-Benz and pony up however many millions they need to to get the damn job done rather than complain about what Texas A&M did. How much of this, because, Jay, you just quoted some big numbers, Mm -hmm. is like they're so unused to paying labor that the idea of cutting labor in for even 10% of the revenue, like other leagues, it's 50%, right? Is like to them, but really the money's there if they want it. But it's not the universities. It's the connections to the universities. To the, the people with the poc- yeah. pockets. Yeah. It's, it's going to Jay Will and saying, hey, Jay, you got the NFT deal going on and the crypto and all that. We need you to take that top player over in Africa and bring him here to sign him at Duke. Done. We need you to help us out. That's what it's about. Jay will get you the player, but he's going to be an NFT. It's not going to be an actual player. It's going to be a virtual player. That's right. Yeah, there's you know, some called like I, a company like So Rare where you can have like literally like uh, playing fantasy sports. Online, whatever. See, I knew it had something to do with NFTs. I'll, I'll sign you. I'll sign you to hang out with Max in the NFT gang at a local 
Delhi, and we're going to give you $4 million. That's the way the game is being played, man. So, so here's the question for Saban. get it done, Saban. Is he's been the greatest coach ever so far. Can he continue to do it now that the game is changing? Yes, because he's going to meet with his boosters to get the money. He's going to have to. Would you rather have Jimmy or Steph for the rest of these playoffs? Your calls coming oh, up. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.